Hold your station, this education is relevant The motivation through conversation is evident We talking spiritual body, mind, development This is the manhood experiment Yo, yo, yo T-Rex, J-Dragon, how y'all doing? Doing good Doing well Birthday weekend, feeling special, feeling alive Feeling good, happy to be here Oh man, you got a birthday coming up this weekend, big bro Happy birthday to you, dog. Yeah, I'm not trying to steal the thunder, but, you know, you got to write it out. <laughs> Thank you. Got that that big birthday energy bringing it. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you, I saw this movie um, recently about called Rise on Disney Quest. And it just really inspired me, man. Um, it's about the one and only Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'm talking 32.6 points a game, 29.9 points a game average. You know what I'm saying? The champion, the Bucks, the Greek freak, talking seven, three inch wingspan. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't act like you don't know, but it, it just shows his, uh, his journey and his family's journey and the sacrifices his dad, his mom. Uh, his brothers made talking, sharing the same shoes, the risk taking even just a small risk. Some people won't even take that risk just for being ridiculed. Like, oh, man, you wearing the same shoes as somebody else. But he took such a risk with exposing his family and bringing so much exposure to his family to where they honestly could have been deported. Because even though his I don't want to spoil the whole movie, but even though him and his brothers were basically legal because they were born in Greece, but his parents were not. They came for better opportunity. Like most people uh, who want better opportunity, you got to go somewhere you haven't been before, right? Um, so what I want to talk about today, fellas, is risk. You know, when's the time that you've taken a risk and it worked out for you? Um, when's the time maybe you didn't take a risk and, you know, you regret not taking that risk? Or even when's a moment that you wanted to consider, like, how much risk should I be taking at this moment? So today's topic is going to be the three R's. Risk, reward and regret. And I don't want to spend too much time on uh, the reward and regret because people should kind of be able to assess, you know, what the benefits are and also regret. I don't want you guys to focus too much on the regret. Honestly, I want you to focus more on what your opportunity is and then how to assess the risk because most people don't take time to really go after that. Most people may never get that opportunity again. And most people would probably rather stay in their comfort zone. So what do you feel? What, how about you, J-Dragon or T-Rex? What, what do you feel about risk? What's the opportunity that maybe came up for you where you're like, man, I got to risk it all? First off, I think, you know, you got to live by no risk it, no biscuit. And, you know, second off, I think <laughs> for most people, it's, it's either inspiration or desperation that is really going to promote this level of change. And I think for a lot of people, it really is a level of de- desperation and trying to get out of a state that it's, they have so much discomfort. That, that seems like it, like at least that's what I can relate to, you know, in my life. And I can think of, you know, a number of different scenarios, you know, leaving the corporate world, you know, but, but just chasing after. And I think it's like, you just have to find, you know, get in, get in tune with, what your purpose is and what is really going to bring you to life and realize that it takes having that North star, that compass to put you in that direction. That's very true. Having that, that internal piece. What about you T? 
Yeah, I think with risk, a lot of people, we just, it's sometimes, when I say a lot of people, including myself at times, you know, it's just this cloudy thing in our head. Uh, we we want to stay in our comfort zone. We're frightened. We don't want to even think about it. And it just sits there. And we mm-hmm. don't even make a decision. You know, risk taking is, is all about decision making. And we just, just let it sit and hope it goes away and never take action. And guess what? We, we give up on the, the things that's worth pursuing. That's true. It's like you have this gift that could solve all your problems. You, you just put it on the shelf and look at it like, should I use it? How will people react to this? And so what I what were we talking about? Like I said, most people may not get to that place in life that they really just say, this is where I was supposed to be all this time. And that's kind of why we look at celebrities and, you know, athletes like Giannis and, you know, icons, the way we idolize them, because like, man, they took the chance. I wish I could be like that. Well, you can. And what I did is because most people, like I said, don't have the issues with the reward and everybody has experienced a regret before. We're going to focus on the risk. And I gave you a little acronym to break that down. Okay. Y'all with me? All right, fellas. It's called most. (laughs) So we got M for motivation, right? We got O for opportunity. We have S for skill. And then T for timing, acronym most. Simple enough, right? Yep. Like, I got the most, something like that. A little shameless plug for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and if you guys don't know, you just go on Spotify and look up I Got the Most. That's Dream's biggest hit so far. Last summer, big hit. And shout out to my brother, uh, Brandon Lewis. Uh, He did that song with me. But yeah, even that, we took a risk. It was an opportunity. So most. So let's go on to motivation right now. Hey, Jay, what motivates you, man? What gets you out of bed? Is it, you know, open platform? I'm motivated just to to seek out and you know, reach my capability. I'm inspired by people around me doing big things and just realizing that I was put on this earth to to have a purpose and make a difference. And I think that reminder of just my sense of urgency and the time that I'm here. It, when I when I look around my peers and I see people doing big things, making a difference, that that motivates me every day. I think that you know to be able to provide for my family and, and you know truly reach what I'm capable of. I have that hunger. Uh, I'm thankful for that hunger. I think it just you know mm-hmm. it, it keeps me hungry and keeps me moving forward. That's real. That's real. Sometimes it's it's in you. You know, maybe you've gained enough experience to really assess yourself. You're like, I got to find this purpose. I can get that. What about you, T? T T-Rex? Yeah, I think, um, you know, motivation for me, even from a young age, it came from like inspirational movies, uh, stories, inspirational stories. You hear people doing amazing things. And one of the the stories I remember is Sylvester Stallone and the Rocky watching Rocky Mm. and how he... You know how he came from a bum to from a from a million to one shot. He became a million, <laughs> one in a million. For me, yeah. that was my motivation and drive as a young age. Very impressionable, and it, it's always a strive to do better. So that's where you know is something in that that story. Uh, I have that internal story to to rise up to do better, and mm. it, it it just originated from just watching those motivational movies and stories, reading those stories. So, and big credit to Rocky for sure. Yes. Sloan. Sly. Sly. Yeah. 
sly guy man yeah he he did an incredible job with those movies by the way one of my favorite series honestly big rocky fan yeah i mean but the story i don't know if everybody knows the story behind the scenes but the amount of persistence that he had that got turned down by people he had to sell his dog or give his dog up because he couldn't afford to feed him just in order you know to to pitch this movie and everybody was shooting it down i mean now look it's, it's one of the you know, most well-known, you know, action movies of our time. And he's just an iconic hero. But it's that's an awesome story of perseverance for sure. They really took punches in that movie. That's why it looked so real. That was something different about most boxing movies. I love that movie. It's, it's motivation, yeah. It's motivation, man. So mm-hmm. motivation, like check, what is your mindset like? You got to get that mindset right, that internal drive. What is it? Is it fear? Are you afraid of failure? Is it love because you want a better opportunity for the people that you care for around you? You know, you want a better situation for them. Is it, you know, I mean, discomfort. Are you just not comfortable where you are to the point to where something's got to change? I got to get this, got to get this thing right. Like, what is your motivation? Because that needs to be in line with what that expectation is for you. So that's most. You got to check that inside. So we got to kind of see what motivates us. You know what I mean? Yeah, with, without that big motivation, it's going to be so easy to give up. But I mean, the motivation that you have, that drive has to be a fire within that when you're mm-hmm. not feeling like it, you're still going to move forward. And I think that's such a big thing when you look around people that are achieving and accomplishing great things and making a difference. Like you think these people always feel like it. And it's like the actions, the behaviors they've set and that purpose that's pulling them is what keeps them going when they're not doing that. And I think we all have that within us and we just have to find that and have that, you know, decisiveness, you know, to move forward with that. So I think that is a big part of it is like, what is going to really bring you to life? So true. I remember after school, man, um, my first spot, you know, was a three, three guy man pad. And I was sleeping on the mattress, sleep on the mattress, talking ramen noodle dinners. And the only thing I had was like my laptop, and my MIDI keyboard. <laughs> That's the only thing that I had that was actually above three feet in the room. Everything else was on the flow. TV was on the flow. Mattress on the flow. <laughs> and I just remember those moments like, this can't be my life. I, I, I was born for more than this. I was born to win. Another shameless plug. Y'all check that out too. But um, <laughs> as you see, things can happen if you really have that mindset. And like Jay was saying, when you don't feel like doing it, what's going to get you out of bed? What's going to say, you know what? We got to get better. We got to do better. We got to keep going. That motivation. So check your mindset. These are all ways to assess if you're taking the right risk. Because if that isn't there, then it's possibly you either don't love the opportunity enough or feel engaged with this opportunity enough to finish and follow through, okay? So that's motivation. The next one is the opportunity. You know, you got to assess this opportunity. What is this opportunity? And what are the possible outcomes of this opportunity? How will it change my life? How will it affect this? You know, really dive deep into the opportunity to understand Does this align with my goals or is it a distraction? Because we have decisions and opportunities every day. You got the opportunity to make a good decision. You have the opportunity to make a bad decision. And sometimes some decisions are indifferent. They may not be good or bad. They may just be different. 
And those are the type of decisions that I really want us to focus on. Those are the opportunities that I want us to really focus on. What are one of the opportunities that really like gave you some fire that said, man, this, this could be huge. That got you out of bed, T. Shoot, like opportunity that got me out of bed. Um, I think, you know, when I, when I think about it, it's, for me, it's, it's business, you know, the, the opportunity to make income, you know, grow my income, grow my wealth, but also do something that I love, that, that I'm passionate about and contribute to society. Um, and a, a business vehicle, it has all that built into that. So that has been a driver for me. Mm. Um, you know, when I see the opportunity, there's a business opportunity out there. And, and I know... Um, and I know we'll talk about skill set, but knowing that my skill set and knowing this is a great opportunity to jump in, dive in, you know, it's for me, it's business. Business. I hear you. I hear you, boy. About that biz. <laughs> what about you, Jay? What What's something that you like, man? I got to get up for this. This opportunity I cannot miss. I think it's just putting my voice out there and, you know, whether it was sharing the message that I had to speak in front of people. I, you know, I remember being a kid and in school and speaking in front of people like I ran for office and was class president and and the risk like I remember thinking like somebody else is doing this I got to do this seeing people like Michael Jackson perform you know all these big performers I grew up admiring and I was thinking like you know if they can do it obviously they're still scared taking action but I think putting yourself out there being the man in the arena Teddy Roosevelt's famous speech about being the man in the arena that like that's what life is about is that adventure and the upside of it is so valuable. Um, you know, for me, I think it was leaving that comfortable corporate world and putting myself out there to do something that made me come to life. I think doing a lot of, you know, research on self-awareness and what my bliss was and realizing that we all have this hero's journey where we're going through this discomfort mm-hmm. and being really comfortable and familiar with it. And you got to revisit that constantly. I think, you know, the same thing with business. I've I felt like I've been all in on three or four businesses, been been naked and put myself out there a handful of times. And and you hear those stories of people like Jim Carrey, you know, that they say, you know, mm. you'll you'll have to do that five or six times before you really hit it with something. And I think I've just believed that wholeheartedly that it, this is part of the process we learn by doing everything I've done where I've put myself out there. I think I know that like this is how I'm going to get the experience and build extra courage, strengthen that courage muscle to keep on going and going. So yes, sir. for me, it's just, I feel like putting myself out there in front of that criticism, putting myself out there, you know, the risk of, of, of being quiet or being, you know, ridiculed or, or whatever it is. I not think your that, best, like not at your peak. Yeah. Uh, mm. So that's the big thing. I think for me, it's just, it's on a daily basis and you just have to, for me, what I, I think about is like, if you can specifically target and focus on making an improvement, somebody outside yourself, like it makes it a lot easier knowing that, you know, you are helping somebody like the example of whatever you're working on is helping somebody and you get out of your head. Cause obviously the, I think often the biggest critic is, is the one in our head that's overthinking everything and is saying, Hey, take it easy. And you know, stay in your comfort zone. Don't, you know, don't like the, the mind and body is designed to play safe, to take care of us, comfort ourselves. Man, I believe that wholeheartedly. And sometimes it's the closest ones around you telling you like, hey, man, like how much is enough? Like, why are you, why are you still going for this? Why are you still educating yourself? Don't you got, you know, don't you got enough degrees already or haven't you gone far enough? 
with this music thing to where you're like, okay, you're not going to be big as such and such. It's it's okay. Or maybe this job opportunity, this career, man, you know, like you've been doing this, but you don't have the skills to do it how they do it. That's why they there because they got all these skills over here, you know. But so what, one thing that I really pulled from what you said, Jay, was the skill set. By you taking opportunities to grow, it actually enhanced your skill set because you wanted to be this person. You want to be, you have this visual of who you want to be in the future. And I see that's kind of aligning with your motivation. So your motivation and that opportunity are aligned. And that's exactly what I'm talking about when you're talking about this acronym, MOST, motivation, opportunity. Are you, is this opportunity in line with your motivation and the person or the getting you to the place where you want to be? Hey, listeners, this is Big Dreams. And I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all for listening to today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. Please follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Manhood Experiment. There, you'll find the latest giveaways and some very funny behind-the-scenes moments. Now, back to the show. It segues perfectly into skill set because the more opportunities you take, the more you will enhance your skill set, which will also give you preparation for the next opportunity. It's almost like a, it's like a cycle. And I didn't even write that down, but from what you just said, Jay, it really connected those dots. So I hope for the listeners, it's helping you connect these dots as well. Whether you're driving, whether you're running, whether you're getting your lift on, like this is that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I got a couple more dots for you just really quick. Like, let's let's think about this. When we're pursuing something, the skill set that we're developing, it requ- it's resistance. It's the same reason we go to the gym. We have to challenge ourselves. Our muscles get stronger. We've talked about that. You know, I got another one for you. I like it, it's it's getting your ohms in, you know, so ohms, obstacles make me stronger. And it's the truth. When we do challenging things and we seek challenging things, we're, we're going to rise to the occasion. We're going to get stronger. The next time we are faced with a situation that's uncomfortable, we are going to now have this new armor, this new ammo to be able to deal with that type of situation. And so if we seek out challenges, like that is who I am. We have to change our identity to the person that we want to become this 10 out of 10 self to reach this capability, somebody that we're proud of when we, when we come to the end of the life and we say like, this is what I could have been type of person. Mm-hmm. That person is actively doing things to improve their skill set, And on a regular basis, you know, just, just spending themselves to say like, what am I capable of doing? And I think you can find that in different mm-hmm. parts of your life and realize that it's always about just pushing a little bit further. And at the end of the day, you upside that risk by saying, well, even if I fail in this given circumstance or this little battle, I haven't lost the war. I'm getting stronger. I'm going to come back stronger with more skills. And that's that motivation. Like I saw, as you see, this is a cycle. Motivation, opportunity, skill set. Those three you have to assess when taking risk. And that's the MOS, like most deaf. That's the MOS of most. We got one more acronym for you, but I want you guys to just take a moment to assess your skill set. What experiences have you had in life to say, you know what? I'm really good at this. Or people have told you, man, you are so good at you know, connecting with people and creating these type of connections and, or you're so good when it comes to creating great ideas. 
you may not be the person who always is able to solve that, you know, but you don't have to do everything. Find somebody who's a good problem solver and you can be the visionary. Pair up and work with people with other skills that can help you better that opportunity. All right. What you got, T? Yeah, I want to say another way to look at it is when you look at the opportunity in front of you, let's say it's it's a new business venture, ask yourself, what skills do I need to pursue this this opportunity, right? So while you have your 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 skill set over the years, what new skills do I need to pursue this opportunity? Is it is it is it marketing? Is it sales? Is it customer service? Mm. You know, is it product development? What skills do I need? And a way to to do that as well when you have that question, it's it's all about asking the right questions to. Um, it's also looking another point to that is looking at who's out there doing the best of the best in this field, right? And let me see if I could reverse engineer. Let me see how he does uh, what he does in practice. Mm. You know, let me let me try to reverse engineer. What skills does, does this guy have other than talent? Mm-hmm. You know, what skills this person has that I can now look at reverse engineer? What books is he reading? You know what? What, what, where is he, what events are you going to, you know, mm-hmm. try to reverse engineer and, and, and tap into, um, and you mentioned this, uh, the network of people who share that same skill set as well too. So I think, I think it's, uh, it's, um, you know, asking yourself the, what's, what skills are needed, you know, de- looking, developing those skills, obviously, True. but also looking at reverse engineering. I think that's a huge part of, of, uh, building your skill set to pursue the opportunity. Very true, T. You know, preparation plus opportunity gives you success. So you have to prepare. And sometimes you may not have all the skills necessary. You're talking about Rocky, right? Remember, everybody loves Rocky because of those preparation scenes. That's one of the best parts of Rocky, seeing him punch the meat bag and, you know, he's slamming the the, uh, sludge hammer down on the tire. Like he's getting in, but he's not. And he's doing it in his own environment. It's not the most amazing gym that he's getting down. He doesn't have a million dollar gym that he's working out in. He's working down in his access of what he has and he's making it work for him. Or Giannis in the movie, he, he didn't always have a jump shot. You know, even when he got to the NBA, he was not the best shooter, but he developed these things. He worked hard at, at his areas of opportunity. What I mean, some people may call them weaknesses. I call them areas of opportunity and he enhanced those to the point to where he could be great. He had the height. He was born with that. That was his natural skill set, right? That's his, his natural ability. But you got to develop the other pieces of your game so that when you get that opportunity, you could take advantage of it. Um, Jay, you have something to say as well, skills, before we move over to uh, the T. Yeah, I think something big, you know, it, it still can get overwhelming. Like, well, I don't know what I need to do or... Um, there's so many things that I, I, I want to do or maybe need to do. Here's something you've really got to listen to this and take this to heart. And and I know from myself, yeah. you know, you know, overthinking and getting started in something, the experts that you see, everybody around you, nobody knew what they were doing at first. And and I think you really <laughs> have to think about that. Yes. The every expert had to figure it out. Everybody initially was sitting on the bench before they went mm-hmm. in and played with the the big dogs or whatever it is. And like, you really got to think about that. It doesn't matter whether it's playing an instrument, going surfing, starting a family, 
like do the business thing, whatever your example may Mm -hmm. be, you know, starting a, you know, a cookie shop, like you're going to have to figure that out. Now the passion for the meaning of what you can do, is this going to be enough to keep pulling you when you don't feel like it? Does it have enough upside that when that you can weather through the storm and you can be creative and be resourceful? Do you love it that much? And that's okay if you don't, but like there's going to be different areas in your life and that, that should be refreshing to think about that. Like going in the gym, I saw all the time people that decided, you know what, I got to turn my health around. Maybe because their health doesn't look good or they had that motivation to get started. Maybe they were divorced and they're like, I got to put myself back out there. Nobody knows what they're doing, but when they start getting some results, they figure it out, they get traction, yes, sir. they feel better than they get hooked to how they're feeling. And I think the big moral of the story is those feelings of confidence, all that, that follows mm-hmm. taking actions when we change our behaviors. And you can apply it to anything. Cooking's the biggest thing that comes to my mind. You got to figure it out. You got to get out there and mess up some dishes um, and you'll start to learn. You got to get in there. You know, you're going to burn a, you're going to burn a couple of omelets before you get it right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that French toast ain't going to always feel French. It may feel like you made that one in Africa. It's too hot. It's too hot. You know, you got to get it right. <laughs> T, you know, I be posting stuff for me in the kitchen, man. I goes in. Y'all don't know. Big Dreams goes in the kitchen. I don't just cook in the studio, baby. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the man is a chef in the kitchen for sure. <laughs> be having baby girl in there. My daughter, she be, she be in there. As soon, hey, my house, as soon as you get above the, the shelf or you get your little stool, you cooking. We putting you to work. <laughs> <laughs> Call the child labor law people on me if you want. (laughs) You getting to work, baby. All right. So let's get back to it. So we got M, motivations. Are these goals in line with your motivations? Oh, is this opportunity right for me? How do I assess that? What's the outcome? What are the benefits? And if the motivation in line with the opportunity, right? Is it fear? Like Jay was saying, hey, man, I don't want to die. Let me get healthy. Let me get in this gym. Because sometimes fear could be a motivation. Is it love? Better opportunity for my family. Um, And then we got to look into our skill sets. What skills do I need for this opportunity to be great? If it's something you got to prepare for, like say it's a test. Um, With me, I just had to go through this big testing situation for the next job opportunity. It was do or die. It was, hey, Devon, if you pass this test, we're going to give you the next career, dream career in your corporate world that you want. If it's, hey, if you don't pass this test, you won't have a job when you get back. And I had to really take a look at what that looked like. In California, it's me and my wife. We don't got no other pieces here. If one of these pieces fall down, this whole kingdom falls down. You know, no grandparents nearby. Everybody's in the East Coast. So that was a heavy risk for me to take. So let's go to timing because that's the biggest piece. We got motivation, opportunity, skill set timing. And this is going to give you the most bang for your buck, right? Remember that acronym, most. So timing, is it the right time for this? Do I have enough time to prepare for the opportunity? Um, What things can distract me that just aren't right for this time right now? Am I juggling too much? Do I have too many pieces on the plate to add something else during this time? And how long do I have to take before this opportunity is no longer on the table, you know? So that all these pieces with timing, you got to really look into and say, dang, 
is this the right time? And those are some great questions that you can ask yourself. Again, I'll say I'll say them again because I feel like these are great questions to ask yourself when you're assessing the timing. Again, one, is this the right time? What things can distract me during this time? Do I have too much to juggle at this time? How long is this opportunity on the table? And how long do I have to prepare for this opportunity? What is your timetable? You have to look into this. It's imperative that you take the time to assess that timetable. Typically, how long does it take you to prepare for like your next set of weights, like the next like gains that you want to make, Jay Dragon? Because I know you're big in health. Like, how do you know when it's the right time to move to the next weight weight class? Uh, I think just from experience, knowing that our bodies are going to adapt and evolve, that we need to create a new stimulus. Um, but you have to be aware and have conscious of you know what your goals are in front of you and i think just uh, yeah i think the realistic time frame is big um and knowing that you know, also not being handicapped by understanding timing i think i'm i'm big on knowing that we might feel like it more than a, you know more than other times but there's never a perfect time for anything so i think it's it's having a realistic mm. time frame how long has something will take but you know, it varies for me when it comes to training. I think I just, I, I like to try a new program out and, and mix something up every couple months. Um, and I can document and look back in the past of doing, you know, different things and training for something else. So for me, it's fun, like training to like, if I haven't been playing ball for a while and I want to start dunking again, it's like, I'll give myself a goal and say like, within two months, I'm going to be back to where I'm dunking. I know what that takes mm. it's playing more you know, getting mobility up, you know, uh, you know, with, with lifting and training for me, I, I, you know, it's more about just performance or having something to train for like training. And that's, that's something actually that carries over to a lot of things in life is, you know, when I chose to train for a triathlon and do it in a short term notice, like it made it real, like mm. your skin is in the game. When I, I signed up for a triathlon before I was ready for it. So Ooh. it's like, I paid the money. I invited some friends out to come and do it with me. And that's a perfect example of like, all right, now you got to show up. So I think that more people need to get, you know, get more skin in the game with different things. And that comes with accountability and, and all that. You're right. Sometimes like you're talking about risk. Sometimes you got to, you got to make this the right time to do it. You know, you got to make time. That's something I didn't say. Mm -hmm. We were talking about, is it the right time? You know, do I have enough time? Sometimes you got to make time if it's important to you. If it aligns with that motivation and opportunity, you got to make time. That was a great point, Jay. Yo, when it comes to time, I think you got to have awareness of how long something's going to take, especially if you've been discouraged in the past and never quit something. But understanding that I think that's what handicaps so many people is thinking that this isn't the right time. Like for instance, starting a business. If I'm working in the corporate world, and it's like, oh, I really want to start my dream business of you know, opening up a coffee shop or, or whatever it is. It's like, that is going to take me getting way outside my comfort zone. And it's not going to be a right time. It's like, instead, I'm going to have to manage my energy and make sure this is something that I want to do enough because the upside is going to give me the freedom that I, you know, that I, that I'm craving, you know, yeah. same thing with a relationship in so many different areas. So I, I just wanted to, to touch on that really quick. Mm, no, that's a great point. Honestly, let's go, let's bring it to T. T knows about business big time. Tell us, man, how do you know, T, that it's the right timing, like in business especially? 
I, I think there's there's really two parts for me. When I think about timing, looking at an opportunity and, you know, there's a time into this. Um, I, I think about me coming to the U.S. I had this opportunity, right? And there was a time limit to this. I knew if I sit on it too long, I'm going to, I'm going to, miss this opportunity and what's at stake you know to pursue my dreams in the u.s what's the fear over here um i'm I'm going to a new country i don't know anybody i don't know where i'm going to live i don't have income coming in all of that stuff suddenly like the whole lifestyle changes you know um and i think at that time it was just you know when they say follow your gut follow your instinct you take the jump i think in a situation like that it's just like it's a big opportunity. It uh, it outweighs any you know fear and risk and all that stuff. You just jump straight into it. But then there's another there's another part to the time the timing uh, where where you, you in a business there's an opportunity to present itself and you know, you know you you have to invest your time money resources and I think th- there's a time there's a in a situation like that, where it's not more instinctual, uh, you you take time to strategize, plan, assess, um, give yourself that time. Um, obviously, it's a narrow window. You're not going to take a year or two years. You might miss that opportunity. But usually, in a, in a give it some time. Like just an opportunity comes up in business, uh, whether it's a new product you want to launch. It's not about it's not about oh let me it looks good let me just jump straight into it let me just assess let me look is there is there people in the marketplace that's looking for this you know you do your <clears> research <throat> you take your time do that um and in and it's in, in adequate time you know you, again you don't want to take forever um and then you jump it then you ha- make the decision um and then jump into it so i think that's two parts to that question two mm-hmm. answers to that question yeah I think that's those are two great answers, honestly. Um, what I got from that T is, uh, is it going to align with like that internal feeling, that gut, that instinct? Um, you know, that spirit. If you if you're a spiritual person, me, I'm faith driven. Like, does this align my faith? Am I going to be able to overcome this situation if I push hard enough? Um, you know, like you said, assess it. Don't just make the steps. Sometimes like I had a big decision with me and my wife, like this is the year we're getting married and she gets the opportunity to come to California. I'm like, well, I'm not going to ever hold you back. So if we're going to take the risk, we're going to take the risk together. But before I say yes, you know, let me pray on this thing. Let me let me take some time to kind of think about it. You know, uh, depending on who you are, talk with your ancestors, you know, talk to God, like meditate, like whatever you need to do to kind of get your mind and make sure this aligns with those motivations. The next piece I got from UT was um the timing of the opportunity on the table. We talked about how long would this opportunity be on the table for you. You may have had a short window before you say, hey, man, let me hop on this plane and, and come over to America. Um, For other people, it may be how much time do I have to prepare so that way if I had to take this test, I'm ready to pass. So I can get this new career opportunity, right? Or, or I could be prepared for this fight or for this competition. How long do I have to prepare? What's my time frame? And then the other one, um, like uh, Elon Musk, we're talking about Tesla, right? Tesla, everybody knows Tesla. People have been trying to make electric cars for a long time. And some people have done it like 20 years ago. However, it wasn't the right time in the market. 
for people to look at and say, hmm, I should invest in an electric car because this outweighs what the current gas prices or things are right now or global warming. Oh, this is more of something we can acknowledge. Like the market wasn't there at that time, like you were speaking of. But now the market is. People are more environmentally conscious. People are willing to say, let me invest a little bit more now for this car so I don't have to spend $6 on gas. If you live in California, you know what I'm talking about, man. These gas prices are crazy. Crazy! <laughs> but um, timing. So we got motivation. You got the O for opportunity. You have the S for your skills. What skills do you have? What, like, what are people already complimenting you on? You know what you're good at. Take some time to really assess it. Write it down. And if you got a little bit of niche, develop it. Practice. Make it better. Enhance it. Don't just let it be talent. Hard work is always going to be just talent. Always. Eventually, it will. Then T, timing. Is this the right time for you to take this opportunity? How long will this t- opportunity be on the table? Does this align with what I'm trying to do? After that, you're going to be able to get that reward that you never had before. You're not going to have to live with regrets. You're going to be able to celebrate. You're going to be able to remember these moments and then use these moments to build in that motivation and confidence to prepare you for the next opportunity. Ultimately, living life with less regrets. It's almost like a seesaw motion. The more you take opportunities, the more you take these risks that you've assessed, that you've gone through the most, that acronym, motivation, opportunity, skill set, timing, the less regrets you'll have. You'll get this seesaw motion here. And that's ultimately what you want to have in life. You're never going to have just no regrets. You try to live your life with the least amount of regrets as possible. And ultimately, you find that purpose to forgive yourself of the things that you did miss, right? But this is my acronym. And this is hopefully I hope the listeners were able to get something from this assessment. Did you guys want to add anything to that, T? I think that's great. I think motivation, the opportunity skills at the time, skills timing, that's a great acronym to take with you. It's easy to remember, easy to apply. Yes, sir. What about you, Jay? I dig. I think that, you know, a reminder I heard for something that was motivating for me, it was like when we get to the end of end of our time here on earth, whether it's 50, 60, 80, 90, whatever it is, we're going to get to meet our, our future self of who we could be. And we don't want that person to be that much of a stranger. Mm. So I think, think about that. If you played all your cards the best that you could, are you, are you really doing that? Or are we, are we taking it easy? Are we living with that comfort zone? Uh, but, but think about that. Like when we fast forward, are we, when we meet ourselves, is that person going to recognize us? Or they're going to be like, man, you should have brought it a little bit more. <laughs> or yeah, why, why didn't you go after that type of thing? So it's like, that this is why people play games. This is why people compete is for the challenge, for the resistance. And if we can find a way to have fun with that and know that we're always learning, um, I think that's the biggest message I want to leave with people is having a sense of urgency with this. Mm. Like, you know, we, we, you wait you wait too long and you, you, you can miss your shot. So true. That timing, certain opportunities are not on the table for too long. So the more you are able to develop your skills and the more opportunities you take and put yourself in, it's going to help you increase that motivation to say, I can do this. I've done this before. That's that pattern recognition. That's a whole nother conversation. I definitely, I definitely got something for that pattern recognition. And more opportunities come from taking more action. 
the more you put yourself out there, the more you take actions, the more you learn, the more people you meet. <laughs> Very true. Very true. The more you connect with more like-minded people because you're the sum of the people you keep around you. Everybody heard that one, but it's so true. That's why I hang out with these three guys. So before we head out, what I would like you guys to do is take a moment, try to use this tool, apply it to your life, assess your motivation, check out the opportunity, you know, look at your skill set and say, what am I naturally good at? And what can I be great at? What do I want to stand out for doing? What's my skill set? And then look at the timing of things. How long is this opportunity on the table? You know, do I have enough time to prepare for this opportunity? And is this the right time based on that? Because maybe I need to make time for this opportunity because it's that important to me. And if all those those four things check out, then man, you got the most. Go for it. And that's the experience for the week. Hey, y'all, thank y'all for listening. Again, I'm Big Dreams. I'm T-Rex. I'm J-Dragon. This is the Manhood Experiment. Hey, what's up? This is Big Dreams. Thank you for checking out today's episode of the Manhood Experiment. If you like today's episode, please subscribe and give us five stars. Not only does your feedback matter, but it helps us to connect with others just like you that find value in our weekly episodes. So, subscribe, share, and speak with your friends and family about today's episode. And most importantly, take care of yourself, keep growing, and join us again on the next episode of The Manhood Experiment. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.